millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. As you guys well know, on this channel, I actually like to keep it pretty light. Sure, we cover serious topics. Sure, we cover trials and criminal cases. But overall, there's a lighthearted tone because I want to enjoy what I do for a living. And I want you guys out there in the audience to enjoy viewing the videos. Of course, sometimes I want to motivate you. Sometimes I want to educate you. But usually, education and motivation is more fun when the information is being presented in an interesting and compelling way. However, over the course of time of me doing this channel, there are two cases that really have stuck out to me, two cases that really have bothered me. The first one is actually a case out of Minneapolis, out of Minnesota, post-George Floyd, and it involved Khalil Okori and her son, who is 19-year-old Wanye Okori, and his murder in that city. And the reason this case really bothered me is because this was a woman who moved her family out of Chicago to get away from the violence because she didn't want her kids to grow up in the same environment that she grew up in and because of what happened post George Floyd the police were defunded and murders spiked in Minneapolis and her son was caught as a random bystander in a situation and he was ultimately murdered she was a single mother this was her eldest son this was the son that was like the parent to the other kids he was doing all the right things the mother did all the right things and for that to all amount to nothing and him to ultimately lose his life really bothers me and it still bothers me to this day and the second case obviously that really bothered me in covering it and what was going on following my initial videos on it was of course the campaign to free julius jones the murderer of paul howe and obviously you guys know why this case bothered me obviously you know that when i did my first video i discussed how my video would likely be the most viewed video talking about the other side of this massive campaign to lie about this case and that ultimately led to members of the family reaching out to me and they have shown appreciation for not only my videos but for the actions that you guys out there in the audience have taken and not just you guys Devin Tracy warrior on this issue Roberta Glass absolutely stellar we also had people like Ali Bestucky over at the Blaze who's really jumped in following her finding out about this case on other innocence fraud cases and I'm really grateful to you guys and the family is really grateful to you guys if I haven't communicated that information to you. And unfortunately, today, we have an update related to the case. There's an episode of the Hulu show, The Kardashians, which is somehow different 
from keeping up with the Kardashians. That shows that side of the campaign yet again and a callous disregard for the Howe family. And we're going to talk about it because this really bothered me. I got contacted by a member of the Howe family while I was on vacation in the Florida Keys. And it just broke my spirit to see this being put forward yet again. But today we do have a sponsor. The sponsor is My Digital Money. I do appreciate them sponsoring such sketchy content that is not usually monetizable. So we're going to throw it over to them. No ridiculous ad transition. And then we're going to come back and talk about this on the other side. I'm sure many of you are aware that you could earn hundreds, if not thousands of dollars investing in crypto. But what you might not know is there's actually a way for you to earn money in the crypto space, but not pay capital gains tax. And the way to do that is to go over to MyDigitalMoney.com and open yourself up a crypto Roth IRA. This is a tax deferred account, meaning that you guys pay the taxes on the assets up front. And when you get your gains all the way when it comes retirement time, that is all tax free. My digital money is also offering for members of my audience out there right now on the internet.com a $50 gift for any account that has a thousand dollars or more put into it and open with them. That's mydigitalmoney.com. Realize the gains of the crypto space without the tax penalties. Julius Jones has been on death row for over 20 years. A lot of people believe him to be an innocent man that's on death row. Now, as I typically do when I cover the Julius Jones case, it's important to get the facts of the case out there because a lot of people are just completely unaware of what went down in this case. On July 28th, 1999, Paul Howell and his two daughters and his sister decided that they were going to go out shopping for school supplies. On the way back, Paul Howe was convinced by his kids to stop at a Brahms for ice cream. When he pulled into this Brahms place, he was spotted by Christopher Jordan and Julius Jones, who ultimately would later go on to murder Paul Howe in front of his children. They got the ice cream in what was the last act of kindness a father gave to his daughters, and then Paul Howe began driving back to his parents' home, where ultimately Julius Jones and Christopher Westside Jordan decided this was the opportunity time to carjack him. Now, Paul Howe opened up his car door because he was getting out of the vehicle. When we pulled up in, in the driveway and, you know, stopped and my dad had kind of cracked the door open, I looked over, I was sitting right behind him, right behind my dad. I was in the back seat, right behind the driver's seat. And I looked over and saw Julius Jones walking up to the car. It happened so fast. He was right there, but I saw him walking up and I remember waving because I'm a child. I don't know what's about to happen. I just remember kind of waving and then he literally shot my dad in the head and did not say a word. He did not say one word. He shot my dad and I watched my dad's head go like that. And I re- that is the vision that I have every night is my dad's head falling to the right. And Jones shot him without saying a single word for his vehicle, a vehicle whose street value was about $4,000 in 1999 dollars. And remember, he was splitting it with Christopher Jordan. So this man murdered Paul Howe in front of his sister and in front of his children for about $2,000. And I know inflation's getting crazy, and that's $2,000 in 1999 dollars, but that isn't worth a human life to me, but it was worth it to Julius Jones. Then Jones fired upon the Howe family, the daughter and the sister, as they fled into the home. I picked Abby up, I pulled Rachel across the car, and I huddled over them. So we start running up the driveway, and I remember hearing a gunshot, and I remember not wanting to look back. He yelled, stop, and he shot at us, but we never turned around, we kept running got in the car, ran over Paul Howe's body in the driveway, crushing his legs. I remember seeing the headlights moving, which meant 
He was in the car taking it. As he left the driveway, he ran over Paul crushing his legs. And took off with the vehicle, which ultimately he wasn't able to sell because it had a body attached to it. So he shot Paul Howe for basically a joyride. That's the kind of character that we're dealing with with Julius Jones. He was put on trial. Christopher Jordan, his accomplice, testified against him at trial. Megan Toby's description of what Jones was wearing and how he looked ended up leading to his arrest, plus all the other witnesses that identified Julius Jones as the shooter in this instance. Jones was spotted with Jordan before the shooting in the parking lot, stalking and leaving after the Howe family. Jones was spotted at the dump site of the vehicle, which was outside of a convenience store, because, you know, after you murder somebody, you want to get a drink and you want to get some snacks, so Julius Jones was caught on surveillance video getting drinks and snacks. Among the multiple different independent witnesses that identified jones and made it clear that he was the killer there was also the witnesses that should be biased in favor of julius jones that testified against him including his girlfriend who said it was not true that jones was on a different side of town at the time of the crime that he told her different this was the same woman that julius jones sent a threatening letter to during his time in jail awaiting trial suffices to point out that mr jones knew what a devastating witness miss presley would be for that reason he attempted to silence her In one letter, he told her that, for her safety, she needed to say she did not remember anything. And he advised her that, quote, they can't arrest you or charge you with nothing for saying that, okay? If you don't believe me, ask an attorney, any attorney. I need you to hurry and write me back so I know you've got this and you understand, okay? End quote. He's desperate. In a second letter, he warned, quote, do not tell them people that I was doing anything illegal, okay? Just tell them you really don't know what I was doing. And if they bring up your past statements, just say you don't recall that. End quote. Mr. Jones, um, you wrote a letter to Miss Presley that said, so you're going to have to do something for me now for your really for your safety. Not that I'm threatening you, but I got some and I'll skip the wording there. If you do get called to the stand and this is November 21st of 1999. Your best bet is to say you don't remember unless you don't care about me coming home. You agree you wrote that letter, sir? Yes, sir. But the reason I said what I said was because I was attempting to try to shield her from what I know she was afraid of. Um, It was was ill-advised in my use, but I I was not threatening her. You can certainly see how that looks like you're trying to get her to coach or change her testimony. You can see how that might be read that way, correct? Yes, sir. But again... And then again, Mr. Jones, in November 3rd of 2000, you wrote a letter that says, and if you do have end up having to testify, do not tell them people that I was doing anything illegal. Okay. Just tell them that you really don't know. You wrote that letter as well. Did you not, sir? Yes, sir. Are you finished asking me a question? I'm asking you, did you write that letter? I'm asking you, are you finished asking you a question so I can fully answer it, sir? I'm, I'm, yes. Did you write that letter? Yes, sir. Again, as I said. And she also identified Jones as somebody having the firearm that was described by Megan Toby and ultimately was the firearm that was used to kill Paul Howe. By the way, this firearm was found in Julius Jones's home. And post-trial, after this open and shut case, you would think that people were ready to move on. However, there were always these conspiracy theories. There were always lies. There were always misrepresentations in order to make the argument that Julius Jones was innocent. Jones is scheduled to be executed. 
13th for a murder he insists he did not commit. The lawyers write in a clemency petition the trial was shrouded in racial prejudice. Clemency is where the governor or the president can reduce someone's sentence or even... That could have exonerated the death row inmate was overlooked and never presented to the jury. Jones' family says the teenager was at home the night of the murder and that he did not match the appearance of the suspect's description. One of the most famous arguments in favor of Julius Jones's innocence is the idea that Megan Toby actually was describing Christopher Westside Jordan, which is just not the case. The only way you can make this argument is by taking a tiny excerpt of a transcript completely out of context and trying to frame it in such a way that paints Julius Jones as not matching the description. In reality, Megan Toby, who's still alive, she is still willing to talk about the case because this was the murder of her brother, described Julius Jones in great detail. She described his shirt, she described the bandana he was wearing, and she described his hair completely accurately. And this matches up with descriptions of the two individuals that left the Brahms ice cream shop parking lot in order to follow Paul Howe and his family, which ultimately led to his death. Again, hear it from her directly if you don't believe me. And although that description, Megan says, has been misconstrued, her testimony never changed. There was a small amount of hair showing from the top of his ears to his stocking cap, about a half an inch I could see, meaning there was a half an inch from the top of his ear to his stocking cap. They have said, I have said that he had a half an inch to an inch long hair and it was sticking out. Now they are saying, I said the shooter had inch long hair. And that's not what I said. On top of that, there's also the argument that there is no physical, tangible evidence that ties Julius Jones to this crime, which is absurd in every possible way. Let's go over a few pieces of the physical evidence, aside from the fact that his gun was identified by his girlfriend as his gun. And that's what was used not only in the murder of Paul Howe, but in two other carjackings that occurred within the same week, one of which Jones was convicted for. And again, spotted by multiple different witnesses driving around in that vehicle he also forged a registration form and he spelled mercedes wrong and he spelled it the same way the same incorrect way with the z at the end of it in his plea agreement six years later when he was ultimately convicted of this carjacking as if two eyewitnesses weren't enough an employee at mr jones's apartment complex in norman saw him driving the mercedes and park it near his apartment another employee who believed the mercedes was out of place called police who recovered the car And Mr. Jones had prepared a fake paper tag on which he spelled Mercedes M-E-R-C-E-D-E-Z. Finally, Mr. Jones pled guilty to this crime. And how did he spell Mercedes in his plea paperwork? M-E-R-C-E-D-E-Z. I really hope you will ask Mr. Jones about this crime, which he continues to blame on Christopher Jordan. And he blames his guilty plea on ineffective assistance of counsel. There's a pattern here. And you stated that there was no evidence that was found uh, linking you to that crime, yet the car was found at your apartment complex in Norman, correct? That's what, I, that's what I'm told. I have never seen that vehicle. I've never been in it. Okay. You have no reason to dispute that, that it was found and seen at your apartment complex? Again, I, I've never seen it, so I don't know if that's what the police reports say, and that's what the police reports say. Sir. And at that particular crime, um, you pled guilty, and you spelled the word Mercedes with a Z. That is exactly like the tag that was in the car, also spelled with a Z. Is that correct? 
That is correct, sir. Okay, so there is some evidence linking you to that crime. No, sir. Okay. The crime that you pled guilty to, you uh, were wearing a bandana. If believed that you pled guilty to the crime, you were wearing a bandana over your face and you pointed a gun at Mr. Lapsey and took that vehicle, which later ended up at your apartment. Is that correct? I didn't catch all of what you just said, sir. Could you repeat it? Absolutely. So when you say there was no evidence linking you to that crime, there was evidence linking to the crime, correct? In at least enough that you pled guilty to it. Again, sir, I explained to you that I had I had just got a new lawyer and the judge told me that she was not going to give us any more time. Okay. That is the reason why I felt the pressure to plead guilty to that crime. I did not commit that crime. I did not wear bandanas back then. Okay. No bandana that connected me to that robbery. So we have a pattern of behavior of criminality that ties him to the crime, but there's also the DNA evidence because Julius Jones swore up and down that he was not the shooter. He swore up and down and said recently in his pardon and parole board hearing that he didn't even wear bandanas, much less the specific red bandana that was used by the shooter at the time of the crime. The other thing that we are trying to do is DNA testing. The police never tested the red bandana that the gunman was wearing. In forensics, we've been very successful with bandanas. One of the things that you'd want to do is check for saliva or skin cells sloughing off, especially in an adrenaline-fueled situation. If we can get the bandana tested, it might prove that Julius was not the shooter. Well, we actually did DNA testing on that bandana, and it turns out Julius Jones is the person whose DNA matches that bandana. The odds of another African-American matching that DNA are 1 in 110 million. Considering at the time there was only about 30 million African-Americans, that's as conclusive as you can possibly get. On top of that, Christopher Jordan's DNA did not match that. I think what got to me is he was hanging out with his friends. There's a lot of evidence that his co-defendant planted evidence and then pled guilty and got a lesser charge. On top of that, this bandana was from 1999. So people in 1999 didn't even know a lot about DNA back then. In fact, the DNA on the bandana, the testing that they used, wasn't available back in the day when the crime actually occurred. So there was no possible way that Christopher Westside Jordan, who apparently somehow framed Julius Jones, according to the people who argue for his innocence, would be able to plant Julius Jones's DNA on that bandana while simultaneously removing his own DNA from that bandana. It makes no sense at all. The bandana locks this up that it was Julius Jones if all the other overwhelming evidence didn't already show this. And there's a reason why they weren't asking for a new trial for Julius Jones. I have not been able to stop thinking about Julius Jones. The, um invitations to his execution were sent out to his family today you know he's about to be executed in three days the parole board is twice has like recommended he get life with the possibility of parole because if they had a new trial they would convict him in about half a second there's a reason why they try to smear the entire community of oklahoma that this took place in as racist the victim was white a middle class gunned down by a young african-american male in a wealthy suburb of Oklahoma City. 
Edmond was over 85% white back in the 90s. When integration went full swing, many whites left Oklahoma City, and Edmond was one of the areas they moved to in record numbers. It wasn't filled with gangs or filled with crime. People moved to Edmond to live a safe life. We can go to Edmond and protect our families. Possible gang elements coming to Edmond and murdering a successful white man. It had everybody on edge. There was a fear at that time that was almost palpable of dangerous young black youth. The feeling was if we don't act swiftly and if justice isn't severe, we're all in danger and try to just muddy the waters and say things like Jones maintains his innocence or bring up the phony alibi story. Jones' family says the teenager was at home the night of the murder. Now remember, Julius had a cookie. But it was a big cookie by like that. Uh, it's Julius' birthday cookie. A little earlier, Antonio and me kept going into the kitchen taking pieces of the cookie. Maybe one slice was left when I was like, man, what the hell happened to my cookie? Oh man, he was so mad. And my sister was exceptionally quiet. Jesus is waiting for mom to come home. It's like almost 10. As soon as she pulled up, he waiting at the door. Mom, mom, they ate my cookie, they ate my cookie. We didn't know, but the man in that man had just been killed. I'm innocent. I was eating with my family. And I just figured the truth would come out. And it would let me go home. Because... Which, by the way, if you're curious about the phony alibi story, the Jones family originally told the paper, the Oklahoman, and I have the article way back when in 1999, that not only was Julius Jones home at a birthday party, but Christopher Jordan, the person that they now say the shooter was was actually there as well, because at the time, they didn't know Christopher Jordan actually cut a plea deal to testify against them, so they were covering for not just Julius Jones, but for his good friend, Christopher Jordan. On top of that, they tried to produce an independent witness, somebody who wasn't family, that had impeccable credibility to testify on behalf of Julius Jones and make the case that they were at this party and that Julius Jones was, in fact, home. When they actually brought this woman to court... What she did was provide a receipt because she said she went to Kinko's prior to attending this party. Okay, I want to clarify one thing. When we talked about the family alibi and the reasons for not calling it, when you spoke about Miss Cujo last time, you said that she knew it wasn't the date of the murder because she had gone to Kinko's beforehand. Did she have any proof of that? She did. She had a receipt showing the date and time she'd been to Kinko's, and it was the only time she had been during that week. So uh, in a way, because the Jones story lined up so perfectly with hers, we absolutely knew. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
active and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. For certain that she was incorrect, uh, and also I would uh, refer you back to the 311 hearing on the testimony that was elicited uh, with regard to that alibi. It was completely bogus, and no, no competent or any—I don't think any incompetent lawyer would put that alibi on. It just didn't—it uh, didn't work. It was false, and it would have been a fraud upon the court. Now, also, if you had called the family and they got up there and said he was at home, the prosecutors, knowing about this receipt and knowing about Ms. Cujo, I would assume would have absolutely eviscerated them on the stand. Oh, it would have been ugly, very ugly. And that's what you have in a criminal jury trial, as you know. You have uh, your credibility. And uh, we needed to uh, keep them credible because... Again, as I said in our last episode, while you don't like to do this in a death penalty case, you have to prepare for uh, the second stage or the punishment stage. And to put them on, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, to put on a a false alibi uh, would turn the jury against them and any credibility they would have in asking the jury to save their son's lives. Life would have been gone. It would have been 
A critical, stupid, stupid error to do that. And what that receipt showed was that the birthday party in question was not the evening of the murder. It was actually the day before the murder. And there's reports from Brenda Cujo. You can look her up. Former teacher of the year, a witness considered with impeccable credibility that she was actually threatened by the Jones family to not produce the receipt in court and just say that the party was the day after in order to get Julius Jones out of prison. So we have a consistent pattern of lying in multiple different ways from the Jones camp, the Kardashian camp, who is backing this, all the celebrities either just don't report the facts of the case or they deliberately repeat the misrepresentations. And this is what the Howe family was up against. This is the machine that was trying to get Julius Jones out of prison, not because he was actually innocent, but because they were ideologically opposed to the death penalty. And they realized years ago, the Innocence Project did, that arguing against the death penalty doesn't really work so they just try to paint everybody on death row as innocent and that is the campaign that unfortunately the Howe family was caught up in and by the way this campaign was in fact vicious there have been threatening letters sent to megan toby's home that same year a letter arrived in megan's mailbox my fear increased when julius jones wrote me a letter from prison megan was the only adult eyewitness to her brother's murder and it was her testimony that helped convict jones he knew where i lived he wanted me to change my testimony he even sent me pictures of himself and christopher jordan at the time and what it made me realize christopher jordan had cornrows at the time one of the most significant details of the night of the murder was Megan's description of the killer's hair. His stocking cap was so tight on his head, I know I would have seen the cornrows underneath because his top, the, the top of his hat was smooth. Jones did not have cornrows. Jordan did. He wanted me to point the finger at Christopher Jordan. That's why he sent the picture in. That letter was not the last. But I get letters from supporters of Jones. I get texts from people. British Broadcasting Company has tried to get me to interview with them. Uh, I am continually being contacted. But there's even worse than that. The Last Defense, which is a propaganda documentary meant to gin up all this misinformation and hysteria about Julius Jones' innocence, actually featured a reenactment of the murder of Paul Howe in that documentary. And rather than paying a home to actually shoot in front of the home or shooting this scene on a set, they decided to actually go to the home where the murder took place. Megan Toby, who witnessed the murder in person, it was her brother right next to her, was the person who inherited that home after her parents died. So she was there. So imagine the horror of somebody bringing actors that look like you and your family members to reenact the most horrific moment of your life in the middle of the night without even asking for your permission. I've been having a hard time trying to decide how I feel about this entire situation. It's one thing to go through something like this, especially as a child. It's another thing when you grow up and try to move on and this all comes running back and what feels like it's punching you in the gut. I still remember hearing how they were making a quote-unquote TV docuseries regarding my dad's murder and Julius Jones. Honestly, it was really upsetting. Why does my trauma have to be entertainment for people? I remember my aunt telling the family that she woke up in the middle of the night and found filming crews in her driveway with bright lights trying to film and reenact the scene for the t- from the TV show. How disrespectful is that? The network didn't even ask for for permission. All they care about is the viewers and the entertainment. That is the tactics that are being put forward by the people on the Julius Jones side. And we actually got a very special look at it recently with the episode of the Kardashians, which, again, I'm going to get into. What would your dad say? I mean, he would be so so damn 
proud. He would get a kick out of it. He would be like, you're insane. Because he used to tell me, you don't want to do this. You can't. He's, he said to me, you're so vain. You are not going to want to be an attorney. And you'll have so many wrinkles because the stress and you'll stay up all night. He's like, I know you. You don't want this job. Well, look at how much you've changed. So one of the things that you'll notice about this segment, which is supposedly about Julius Jones and to a lesser extent about Brendan Bernard, who, by the way, we covered on this channel. He's also guilty. He set people who were still alive on fire when they were in the trunk of the car. And he was executed by President Trump for that crime after staying on death row for way too long is the fact that Kim Kardashian is, in fact, the main character of this story. The secondary main character is Julius Jones. That's the person who gets the most amount of screen time. That's the person who gets the most amount of play. The person not mentioned, which he's rarely mentioned in any of the coverage of this, is, of course, the victim in this situation, Paul Howe, because you can't humanize the victims. Part of their campaign is to actually erase the existence of the victims. And this is not just something featured in this episode. This is also something that is a theme of Kim Kardashian's work, because one of the things that I was told by the Howe family about this episode is that Kim Kardashian, at no point during the course of her getting deeply involved in this case, reached out to any member of the Howe family to talk about the case. She never sought out their side. She pretends that they don't exist because all she's focused on is Jones's family and Jones's life and how this has affected him. You know, he murdered a man in front of his children and in front of his sister. And what, I mean, now he can, you know, his mom hasn't even hugged him. He's never even touched his children before. So the fact that he can now like have a whole different experience i just thought of that like that's a whole different situation the death row in oklahoma there's no contact visits julius has not even been able to hug his mother in over 20 years so the fact that he's going to be able to be reunited with his family and physically touch them must be such an amazing feeling for a mother but that shouldn't stop you from feeling sympathetic for julius jones and his family after all julius jones because he was on death row and because he knocked up women prior to going on death row actually was never able to hug his own children isn't it sad when a father isn't able to hug their own children i mean paul Howe died that night and he'll never be able to hug anyone ever again and paul Howe didn't commit a murder that night paul Howe didn't value a human life less than a truck paul Howe would have happily turned over his truck rather than putting his kids and sister at risk in that situation but julius jones according to kim kardashian it's really sad he never got to hug his mother he never got to hug his children i mean paul Howe's father have you ever heard his 911 call when he found his son dead in his driveway let's play that for you and see which one makes you feel a little bit more sad my son's been shot out in the front yard you know he got no pearls where was he shot at i don't know i was in bed the kids came running in and laying out in the you know when you actually hear the impact and the effect that this had on the family you know the victim's family in this scenario not the perpetrator and the perpetrator's family you understand why kim kardashian can't bring herself to mention paul howe's name you understand why kim kardashian couldn't be bothered to reach out to the howe family you understand why it's far more exciting for her to call up athletes who think that maybe she wants to hook up with them in order to get them on board with the justice for julius innocence fraud campaign so scott and i have been working on julius's case for over two years julius's execution is coming up and we have to do everything we can 
Stop it. Before we really dig into a case, Scott and I make like a vision board type mood board of who we think could be important. Um, anyone that can really just be influential to the governor and to help get our message across. So we want to do the Zoom call. I think that would be really helpful. I can get everyone on this like group chat that I'm on on it, which is like 35 different celebrities and people that I think are really influential. Maybe we invite the family on to talk about just Julius and his character. You want to start like calling, texting folks like right now? Yeah. Okay. I got Snoop. I text like Demi Lovato, Katy Perry. Gwyneth Paltrow, Jake Gyllenhaal, Amy Schumer. James Corden did the most amazing video ever. I really think yep. that helped us. Yep. I sincerely beg you to join me in taking action and shining a light on Julius's story because together we might be able to spare the life of an innocent man. Honestly, I'm sure if I called any athlete and we said I wanted a call with them, Now, you might be saying to yourself, Sean, you know a lot about TV. You know that sometimes on these shows, they stage things to make them more visually interesting. So the chances are that the Hulu staff actually staged this board of Kim Kardashian calling all these people. And it wasn't so callous. It didn't look like a game show. And they're not really making a mockery of the family during the campaign. But the thing is, I would respond to that. Does that make it better? Does it make it better that they stage parts of this to make it look like a joke? They have Kim Kardashian talking about hooking up with celebrities. They're just calling people on this list and having her convince them with her celebrity to jump on board this campaign without any care for the victims. That Kim Kardashian was able to contact all of these celebrities, all of these coaches, all of these athletes in order to get them on board. But she didn't have the time or the interest to contact any member of the Howe family. I don't think so. I think even if you say this was not how it was actually done this was just stage for tv that's even more disgusting but bare minimum equally disgusting to the scene actually just being them capturing what was going on during the justice for julius jones campaign you know i'm always in favor of giving people the benefit of the doubt i'm always in favor of saying somebody is just unaware somebody's ignorant somebody's stupid rather than saying that they're malicious and evil but the thing is there's a level of ignorance there's a level of lack of awareness there's a level of stupidity that actually does become malicious, especially when all of these things are willful. So much of this segment is devoted to Kim Kardashian talking about the relationship she had with her father. Kim Kardashian has joked in the past about how she's following in her father's footsteps, who, by the way, was a lawyer, was very close with O.J. Simpson, somebody who did commit a murder and did get off on it. And she's joked about the fact that that happened on SNL. On top of that, there's a lot of emphasis about Julius Jones and his kids and how he's never gotten to hug his kids, his kids that he was never in their life for, didn't care about, his kids that, again, aren't as relevant as the kids of Paul Howe, you know, the man that he murdered in front of those kids who will never get to speak to, see their father or anything like that. But there's this one line that just really stuck out to me and really pissed me off. And I think that if you're a member of the Howe family, if you're just somebody observing that's connected with this case, but especially if you're the children of Paul Howe, who had to witness this horrific murder, would just burn you up inside. Kim Kardashian had the nerve to say this. I'm doing I'm doing good. I just wanted to check on you. How are you doing? I'm I'm peaceful. I got to hear from him not too long ago. Uh, he's doing 
Imagine saying that. Imagine the self-unawareness to say that on television in a case where you're campaigning for the murderer of somebody's father, somebody's brother, somebody's son, and you didn't bother to reach out to the members of the family, the people impacted by this death that actually occurred, the death of an innocent man that actually occurred. And tell them, hey, look, I'm at least on this side. You didn't even have the courage to talk to these people. You don't even treat them like people. You don't even mention the Howe family. You don't mention Paul Howe's name. You like to pretend that they don't exist because even though you supposedly earnestly believe that Julius Jones is innocent, you're not willing to confront the other side of the issue. Because what this really is about for all these people and for Kim Kardashian, yes, she gave away the game in this story, is being anti-death penalty. I mean, but this is why I do what I do. Because the system is broken. I think my goal is just sharing the process so that people can see what our system is really like and how inhumane the death penalty really is. She's just against the death penalty. She doesn't care about innocence. None of these people care about innocence. None of these people care about truth. They don't care about fact-finding. They just want to stop people from being executed and feel good about themselves. That's why this is all a glorification of Kim Kardashian. I think people don't understand that if something happens to one person, it really affects an entire family. But to this point about a death impacting a whole family, I could not agree more, which is why I want you guys to share in some of the impact that Paul Howe's murder at the hands of Julius Jones had on the Howe family, had on the daughters of Paul Howe. I guess I'll start from the beginning. My name's Rachel Howell. I'm Paul Howell's oldest daughter. I was born on a cold winter evening on December 23rd, 1989 at 7.27 p.m. to my father, Paul, and my mother, Kathy. Looking back, I honestly had a really good childhood. I grew up on a street in Edmond called Timber Lane. We lived next door to my aunt, uncle, and two cousins, and only a few blocks away from my grandparents and just down the street from my other uncles and aunts. We are a very close family, and it was nice all living so close together. My dad would always take my little sister and I next door to my uncle's house where he had a swimming pool in the backyard. My dad and uncle even put a door in the connecting fence we shared so we could go in and out as we please. My dad loved taking us swimming. He would throw me high in the air and almost felt like I was flying. My mom always called him the human pool toy. We lived down the street from a park, and he would take my little sister and I there to play what we called Lion King. The park had these big rocks you could climb on. It looked like Pride Rock. <clears throat> My dad would always pretend to be the monkey Rafiki and make us make these funny monkey sounds and chase us around the park. I also remember him taking my friend and I to the mall when we were in second grade. He looked at my friend and I and said, you can buy one thing from every store, <laughs> so go crazy. Our eyes lit up like a child seeing candy for the first time. We obviously only wanted to shop at the Disney store, the Hello Kitty store Unlimited too, which he knew. So it wasn't that crazy. I also went through a phase of obsessing over beanie babies. My dad would drive to rural, around rural Oklahoma to find whatever beanie baby it was that I wanted. I specifically remember him trying to find the Princess Diana beanie baby for me. And guess what? He found it for me. <laughs> there are a few other memories I have of my dad, but the one that sticks out to me the most and the one that will be ingrained in my memory forever is the night that he left this earth. You all know the story or we wouldn't be sitting here today, but let me tell you it from my perspective. 
we went school supply shopping and decided to get ice cream on our drive home. I always think about what my life would look like if we didn't decide to get ice cream that night, how different my life would look. It's crazy how your life can change in an instant based on one simple decision. I was sitting in the back seat behind the driver's seat. My dad was driving the car. As we pulled into my grandparents' driveway, I looked out the window and saw an African-American man walking up to the car. It happened so fast. He had a red bandana over his face, a white t-shirt, and a silver gun in his hand. I remember waving to him at first, like any innocent child would, not really realizing what was about to happen. He walked right up when we pulled into the driveway. The door had already been cracked open, and I heard, boom, a gunshot went off. And I watched my dad's head fall to the right, his right shoulder. I remember scooting out the other side of the car towards my sister, and my, as my sister, aunt, and I all tried to get out of the car. And as my aunt is rushing my sister and I to safety, all I could think about in my head was run. Get out of the situation as fast as you can. This is not safe. And then, boom, I hear another gunshot fired as we started running up to the house to get inside. I remember not wanting to look back. I told myself, don't look back. Because deep inside, I knew if I looked back, I would have the memory of my dad lying on the pavement in the driveway. Unsure was what was going to happen. I remember seeing the headlights moving behind me, so I knew the man that shot my dad was in the car and was pulling out of the driveway. I didn't find out until I was older, but when Julius Jones was backing out of the driveway after shooting my dad, apparently he ran over my dad's legs since he was laying on the ground. The doctor said his legs were crushed when he came to the hospital. The rest of the night is blurry. I remember talking to the police and giving them my description of what I saw and what I remembered. I remember going to the hospital and the majority of my family was already there. I remember the doctors telling my mom, sister, and I that we could go see my dad. We get into the hospital room and my dad is lying there in the hospital bed with a hospital gown on and what looked like a shower cap over his head and all these tubes and IVs running through his arms. My mom looked at my sister and I, nine and seven at the time, and said, now girls, your dad can hear you. He just can't talk back to you right now. So if there's anything you want to say or any prayers you want to say to him, you can say them now. I always, I always think about my mom when I think about this night, what it must have been like for her trying to tell her children that their father is dying, especially after her children had witnessed the incident. I remember grabbing my dad's hand and saying, dear God, if my dad makes it to heaven, please give me a sign. I guess looking back, a part of me already knew he was gone. Julius Jones made his choice. He shot my dad all for a car. Why not ask my dad car? I remember him walking up to the car and he didn't say one word for shooting him. My dad would have gladly given him the car. He chose this path for him and justice must be served for this heinous crime. The courts have made their decisions. Julius Jones shot a father in front of his children all for a car and my life will never be the same. I wasn't able to grow up with a dad because of Julius Jones. My dad didn't get to see me off on my first prom, graduate high school or college, help me move to a new city, walk my sister down the aisle when she got married, and eventually walked me down the aisle when I decided to get married. I miss him every day, and all I wish in this world is that I could talk to him and see him again. Nothing in this life is certain. We don't know what happens after we die. And... I don't know if I'll ever get to see my dad again, but there is one thing that does give me hope. 
The night of the murder, when I prayed to God, standing by my dad in the hospital, I asked God to give me a sign if my dad makes it to heaven. About six months later, my grandmother was at a local toy store and she saw a beanie baby. It was a walrus. My grandmother ended up buying this beanie baby for everyone in the family. I remember opening up the beanie baby tag and reading the inside. The name of the beanie baby is Paul and it has my dad's birthday. February 23rd. If that isn't a sign, I don't know what is. Justice must be served for my family. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.